0: Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash SLM. There you can browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title free, and get started listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash SLM to get started now.
1: Welcome back to another episode of On The Break. Tonight, we have Kyle's Back Edition. He's had a stomach ache for the past two months, and he kept trying to take edibles to fix it. Uh, Josh, j
2: and Kyle beats in the office tonight. What's up, boys?
0: What's going on, fellas?
2: What's up, man? I'm glad to be back. I think you do have me uh, mistaken for my good friend, Dion Waiters. Um, not is oh, that Dion? That. <laughs> Dude, that, <laughs> that was one of the best stories I've, I've seen. But uh, yeah, Tron I'm glad to be Dion. back, man.
0: We're glad to have you back, dude. Yeah, good old Dion Waiters, always a, uh, like, kind of a low-key dude. So, all of a sudden, something like that happening is just absolutely incredible. For those that don't know, he took an edible before he got on a plane. And did he pass out? Was that what ultimately happened? He had a panic attack. Yeah, he had a
2: panic attack. He was trying to solve uh, for... Oh, coach is going (laughs) to (laughs) know. He was trying to solve for a stomach ache, which is, I don't know if that's necessarily the best treatment, But he also said it was partially because of anxiety of flying, which is like, I think you would get over that at this point in the NBA.
0: Yeah. I also want to know, has anybody asked the obvious question? Did his stomach feel better?
2: (laughs) I mean, that's really all that matters because that's what he took it for. Right. Minus the anxiety attack. (laughs) That's. Yeah, it's sucks. Potential side effects. Generally, after you I eat an entire to see box that. of Oreos, after you <laughs> eat one of those, your stomach does not feel any better. <laughs> Dude, I would have loved to see him at shoot-around after that. That would have been fantastic. Probably would <laughs> not been too much different from a normal night.
0: Yeah, probably not. Trying to pull him off the bench. So, Iggy had a... Big on this Iggy book,
1: this Andre Aguidala book, right? Mm-hmm. He had a story in the book where he talks about this one, and I tried to pin it down to who I think it is. I think it's Josh Smith. Just looking at his stats, because he was oh, talking... Boy. It was a certain point in his career, but he talks about this one borderline Hall of Famer, um, perennial all-star coming up to him, and it's in the dog days of uh, the season. And he comes up to him and just burps into in his face and says, I'm so drunk right now. And then he like he said that he dropped there. He never had another game as well as he played that game. Um. So I've, mm. I've scoured the Iguodala record books, and Josh Smith had like a career high against dude, him. That sounds like, the, like
0: <laughs> yeah. That sounds like, like Josh the
1: 69th <laughs> game of the year. So I think it's him.
0: Josh Smith looks <laughs> like the game, and I could totally picture the game doing something like that. It all makes <laughs> right. sense. It all makes sense,
2: dude. That's definitely a Josh Smith stat, and that's also incredible research, by the way. Good job by you, yeah. dude. I I spent like an hour on it. <laughs>
1: I spent like an hour and a half on it. I was like, I will. I find don't this
2: doubt friend. that one bit.
0: <laughs> I can't even like wrap my head around who it, else it could have been. I mean, that just makes way too much sense.
2: So it's
1: yeah. I, I had a couple of uh, people that came to mind. Monta Ellis was another one on my list, mm. um, and he actually <laughs> exactly had
2: a, I just thought about.
1: He had a big game too. So it's I, it's a toss up between Josh Smith and Monta Ellis. But dude, in the in the game that I was talking about, and I'll have to find that again. It was like Josh Smith went like. 88% from the field and had like 40 points, um, 12 boards. Um, the Monta Ellis game was, was a little bit more like 30 points, not yeah. as big. And Monta drops that all the time, you know, so I
0: don't
1: know. <laughs> he I, it was between th- those two and I picked Josh Smith.
0: Yeah, I, I'm 100% on the Josh Smith train. I mean, I'm about as sure as that as I am about, you know, the pooping of the pants thing.
1: And we were super sure about
0: that. We I turned was out to be right. I've never been more positive about anything in my life. <laughs> Oh man, well good to be back. All kinds of basketball crap going on. Kyle, I guess this is your first show with the new theme music, new season, new all that. Um, what have your thoughts been on the season so far? Or Josh, did you I, have something?
2: I, I've been vibing the music a lot, honestly, man. Uh the first time I heard it, I was really excited and listening to the China episode, listening to the most recent one. i you know, you guys know I've been busy, busy professionally and getting back in the clear here where I can really Get back to breaking things down uh, down with you guys on here. But I've been keeping up and watched a good Celtics-Mavs game last night. I know your eye was on that too. And the two teams we talk about a lot, we're going to talk about a lot of teams tonight. But uh, that was an exciting game. And I, I think it showed accurately that the the Celtics are a more you know, mature and veteran team right now. And the Mavs are a young team, but it's two really talented teams.
1: I've got a bone to pick with the music. Okay. Go
2: ahead. I sent you like
1: 10 clips of like the greatest calls of all time. And you chose the one that had Stephen Curry drilling. Do you know what game that was? And I have to listen to it. Every time we start this show, it was against OKC. Yeah, game six. We two. Game no, it wasn't that one. It oh, wasn't really? that one. That would have been Clay Thompson. Right. Oh, but okay, it was, yeah. we were up two. it was in the middle of the regular season. And uh, I think it was like game three that we, mm-hmm. we were playing them. And we were up two, and it was like, it was like, Two seconds left, and he pulled up from half court and just drilled a shot to to beat us. And he went down and did the Bernie at the other end. I remember that. He was on the <laughs> left was, side of the floor, and he pulled up past Westbrook. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, it wasn't even over Westbrook because Westbrook was like, he's at half court. Let him shoot, and he drilled yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It's it's... I, it's I one of those iconic things. I, I know, I, I know you hate <laughs> listening to it, but I mean, it's it's so. I mean, it's almost an ode to the the Basketball Book two podcast we've all been listening to. That Bill Simmons has been breaking down Steph Curry and everything, just absolutely brilliant as far as like the way his career is shaped up. And I just, I think it's deserving to be in there. I know, I get it. I understand I where too. your head's at, but it's just I gotta really- be there.
1: I sent it because I was like, I have to send this. Yeah, like, no, I,
0: I know you. I hope that he
1: doesn't choose it, but I have to.
0: I know you hated you know? every second of it. Guess what I did? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you really don't realize like how great Steph Curry was that decade or the last decade until you listen to uh, Bill Simmons' book, of Basketball 2.0. I mean, it's insane. I just don't really put him in that respect as far as all time grades. Mm. But I, th- I think I'm starting to now. I think he is a top 25 player of all time. I've got him You're like to-
0: 15 or 16 on my list wow. right now. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I
1: haven't. I haven't listened to his podcast at all.
0: Okay. You got to so get on I'm, it at some point.
1: I'm, I'm going to wait until
0: it's done. Oh, dude, there's a lot. He's it. dropping like five, four or five episodes at a time.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go listen to it, but I don't listen to it at all. I will say right now that Steph Curry is the best offensive player. He's in the Jordan Kobe statuesque with, for me, like he's, he might be, <laughs> I, there's never been a player that does so much for his teammates. For,
2: with so little recognition. I think that's a good point. The, yeah. Kobe and Jordan are on two different levels, I think, in Justin's mind. and Yeah,
0: they are. Probably okay. on
2: a different level in mind, probably on like seven different levels in his. But I mean, I think Steph is up there as far as all-time greatest score. But like, he's, he's the... KD is a guy, guy I would Jordan rather was rather get a bucket from than Steph because he can do it in so many more ways.
0: Yeah, of course. But they're just different types of players.
2: If you could put KD or Steph on the floor... KD. Every Build time. around those yeah, both KD.
1: prime. You're putting KD on? Yeah. Not even close. Dude, yeah. I might even shoot. I might shoot Steph. No. Well listen, like, the KD doesn't spread factor, the floor. The the leadership leadership factor, factor. Players love playing with Steph, dude. They love playing with Steph. He Yeah. Which is cra- it's crazy to say this, but he has more gravity on the floor than KD does.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, he's a defensive sure. liability most of the time. Even in his prime, he was average at best on ball. And KD is has a seven six wingspan. I
1: agree with that and I agree that KD was a better was a better player. Stefan like there are very few players that I say I will give up the be- the defensive liabilities for what he does offensively. James Harden's in that league but Steph dude like he first off he revolutionized the game. You re- mm-hmm. you know the reason why
2: people That's are fair. shooting three pointers is because right. of- Absolutely. Second. He had a Mark,
1: 50, 40, 90 season where he scored 30 points a game.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's why guys are pulling 30 footers <laughs> in LA fitness every, every time. But right. <laughs> he revolutionized the pickup game, right? For better or for worse. But where's your head, head on that at uh, Justin? Do you think KD or Steph from,
0: I would probably honestly go KD, just because the exact for thing sure. you said where he's, there's so many different dynamic ways that he can make things happen. I thought I can't wait for Josh to get into this because this is right up Josh's alley all the way, but he, during the Steve Kerr interview so there's an episode where he interviews Steve Kerr and they talk about the Warriors and everything so fantastic and he talks about how it was interesting getting figuring out like how KD was going to work specifically in that offense and I mean that was the question that everybody had the answer is perfectly but at the end of the day like it really was a challenge for their first little bit to figure out you know how you Get the ball in those guys' hands and make sure that yep. they're facilitating. And the thing that he said about Steph's leadership that just blows me away. I mean, I see it. No, no matter what is like, he wanted. I won't ruin too much for you, but he wanted to win so badly. He didn't care about it being in his hands. He would much rather put it in KD's hands. And I think he would tell you that more times over than anybody else. And I think that goes a long way. I love Steph as a player. He's just a different type of player.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you haven't heard that Steve Kerr interview, go listen. Cool. But uh, Josh, Josh, you would love it. Um, but you know, I just, I can't get over, I can't get over the the defensive liability part. Where do you put KD all the time?
0: Uh, I've got him around ten.
2: I think that's wow.
0: Yeah, I've got him right, 10, 11, something like that. Yeah,
2: I think that's so, fair. he's definitely top fifteen. Yeah, for me, I got, I got to start like thinking. What like, what do you do with Bob
1: Cousy? Like that dude couldn't make a te- make a team this year. I or, put him below right? KD. Yeah, so for sure. it, you you got to start looking at with the amount of talent that we have in the league. You got to start looking at should there be two separate lists? Should be there? Should there be the greatest, most the greatest players of all time, and then the most talented players of all time? Mm-hmm. Most talented players of all time for me, KD is dude top ten at least, maybe. So- top Five from a talented player of all time, right? Yeah, seven so, foot, dude. Because, but, dude, I'm not putting I'm not putting Bill Russell in the most talented player of all time.
0: That guy sure. would get his
1: lunch eaten today.
0: Um, maybe, but I mean, it, it's I mean, almost certainly. But like, I think there's a but he's a
1: top two, maybe top. He's a top three for sure for me.
0: Yeah, you yeah. can have all those lists and everything, but I just whatever I come down to it, like I just try to get past the eras and all that stuff, and just try to think about what those players did for their teams and did for their. The the NBA as a whole at that point in time. And just when I think about how KD has, you know, helped shape the current game of basketball he's still a little bit of an old school player but he's dynamic as hell he's i mean he's got one of the best basketball iqs i've ever seen i mean i don't i mean it's top 10 it's almost not even an argument i gotta figure out like i think the biggest thing that i have to figure out with that i and you guys know i tweak around with these lists and move things around and and look at these lists kyle and i've talked about this list 20 times and it's been different every single time we've talked about it (laughs) but like I, I, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know what to do with Kawhi yet. Like, there's a lot of things I still have to work Kawhi out. Kawhi
2: has an uh, an opportunity in my eyes to get to LeBron level. I have LeBron. Too. I think you guys probably have him two, three, maybe four at worst. Yeah. Uh, I, if anyone tells me he's below four, I have a hard time with that. Agreed. Um, I, I have him at two. I think Kawhi can get top five, like, pretty easily. He he's needs gotta, a regular season MVP and another ring and just a few more consistent seasons of being the best defensive player in a really clutch 25 point score.
0: So speaking of that, a conversation that Kyle and I had the other day, Josh, I would love to know your take on this. So we're, we've moved into this era of load management and everything, right? So obviously does it, so for you, does it work against Kawhi that he's playing 55 games or so? depends on
1: what we're talking about. Right. So there's two, two schools of thoughts, right? There's the pop, like, I'm paying you to win championships. And then there's the Jordan, um, where Jordan has... Michael Jordan has come out and said, I'm paying you to play 82 games a year. Sure. Um, that's fair, dude. He's the owner. He's the one that's paying these players, right?
0: Yeah, and his team stinks out say. loud.
1: Yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. So just saying. he can make that decision and he can say, hey, I'm paying you to play 82 games a year. you can going to play 82 games a year for me unless you're hurt. Not Probably not going to get as many free agents as the other guys. Right. So there's two... Both... I see no fault in either of these hap- of these things happening. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think is going to happen. Games don't make as much money whenever star players don't play. Um, television, they don't make as much money on for tickets. They don't make as much money for um, the league. For sponsors, nothing. Eventually, what's going to happen is television uh, channels, um, sponsors, um, the, the teams are going to come in and say, hey, we're not going to load manage you. Um, or we're not going to do this as much as you want to do it. I think that's what's going to happen and what it's going to move forward to. And I think that what I would like to see is I would like to see the league come in and say, we want a list of your load management, right? We want to see you uh, months out telling us which games you're not going to do so we can work different TV deals. I would like to see that happen.
0: That's so unrealistic, though. It really is. is.
1: (laughs) It is really unrealistic because then how do you go – uh, he's not log managing. He's just hurt. You know. Well,
2: I look at it like this, though: the star players have so much power that they're going to continue to let them rest, just like a fourth of the games, like the, or a third of the games. Like they're going to continue to allow that, even if it, I don't know. I know it's money driven. Justin always says that you got to follow the money, but I think the revenue will still be pretty high. They can still get these deals, even though Kawhi's missing one out of every three prime time games. I just I think-, think they could still get it until it's worse than that.
0: I agree with you, and I just think that, yeah, I mean, if you're starting to have situations where guys are playing 30 games a year on purpose, like, that's absurd. You know, like, we can't get to that, but I don't think they're going to get to that. It's not about not wanting to play. It's about the fact that your body isn't made to take a fucking pounding on hardwood every single night, you know, night in, night out, back to backs, all that crap throughout the year. And I, I think that's where your biggest factor comes in. We uh, Kyle and I were talking about this the other day, and we were comparing it to baseball. You, like, there are very few Michael Jordans out there. There are very few uh, – well, not Michael Jordan in baseball, I guess. But Michael Jordans in general out there, like, look at Randy Johnson in baseball. Nolan Ryan played, like, 20 seasons. Like, those guys just don't really exist in general. Like, those are freak athletes that just sure. happen to be able to, you know, to make things happen that you can't compare him to LeBron and then say, "Hey, right. you
1: should be like LeBron." Right? Exactly.
0: And so, like, that's where it comes into like a really uh, like I get what Michael Jordan's saying, but like everything that my like I love Michael Jordan. Don't get me wrong, my one of my favorite players of all time. But like Michael Jordan doesn't know shit about the modern NBA, and it absolutely shows by the way he's built the Hornets over and over and over and over and over. And even though he's, I mean, at the end of the day, he's writing the checks, so he gets the final say on everything. And I get that he deserves that's all that. I meant by that. Yeah, absolutely, he absolutely deserves that. But does it? Trans- Transfer into winning, winning basketball. Not so far. I mean, there was a, a season. I think it was like twenty thirteen or fourteen where they won twelve games. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, and that's that's all I mean by that is that yeah, like sure you do what, you're, do what your boss tells you to do.
2: Yeah, if he's writing your checks, you're gonna do it. You know, right. otherwise, you're gonna go to a different team. Yep,
0: that's a good point. Yeah.
2: To to your original question though, Justin, I do think that is an issue for Kawhi personally as far as legacy goes, as, uh, in terms of taking load management because. He plays, you know, 58 to 67 games each year. He's not going to get to the 30,000 points, the t- you know, 10,000 assists or rebounds. He's not going to get some of those milestones and he's not going to win an MVP is the bigger problem.
0: But isn't it isn't I guess the other side of that though is if you look at it all in context, the rest of the league's doing it too going forward or whatever. I mean, if he's putting up fantastic numbers, maybe they're not that lofty, right? But like if they're if it's I just, a, I, I, what it comes down to is efficiency, right? So if you're right. efficient and be able to do it in that amount of time, then more power to you. And that's where it gets really interesting. And that's why we've always had a hard time. We go back to the top 20, top 10 list, whatever. We've always had a hard time judging eras because this game changes so much. And we've just gotten so much smarter about how we play it.
2: That, that's true. I mean, I do. Yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's just I, all relative, I guess, I, is what I'm saying. I'll put, I'll put Kawhi right now over Steph. All time. Legacy.
0: Okay. I'll have to think about that. I, it's I, not
2: even close for me. I got him closer to I, KD. Yeah. Mm. I have Steph above both, both of those guys. You can't put Steph above KD, man. Yeah, no yeah, way. He
0: mm. Yeah, he can and he will. <laughs> uh,
1: I, like, I, I don't understand the argument for uh, KD. Like, what? Steph has more MVPs. him There's mm-hmm. more championships. Mm-hmm.
0: They'll look at all the numbers throughout his career. What do you how do look you, how at do all you put the numbers KD over
1: Steph? Like, you can say, Yeah, he was a seven footer that scored really
2: well, but like, Steph has better statistics. The only thing that KD actually has is defense over Steph. KD has four scoring titles, five maybe. I, I don't know how many Steph has. Four, maybe. I think? No, nah. hell no. He got like, no, I was talking about KD. Okay, yeah, KD's got like four. Steph doesn't have that many. Steph, I mean, dude, it's just the eyeballs that like, too, like, he can't defend good players in big moments like right none of these series did he guard Damian lillard Russell west chris paul none of those series did he guard any of those players yeah so i'm just not as impressed by that
0: yeah that's where uh, and that's, it falls for me too
2: that's fair it's
1: it's just like i don't put there's not a whole lot of legacy hang, hung on the defensive side of the ball it's yeah not
0: yeah sure i mean um, but if you put for, bill
2: russell top three there should be I put him top three because he has eleven championships in thirteen years. Right, um, but that, uh, that, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, but <laughs> that but, helps, but yeah. I get where you're coming
1: from. Like, like KD, I, who's the better player? I think it's a toss up. But legacy wise, it's
2: Steph. No, no doubt in my mind.
0: Hmm. I disagree with that, but I, I get where you're coming from too. You put
2: him over Kawhi too. Kawhi's got more. has ch- got three championships on three teams. Or no, yeah, two um, championships on two teams. Sorry.
1: I don't know about Kawhi. I definitely put him over KD. I don't know about Kawhi. To be honest with you, I don't think the league – Kawhi came on by storm last year because before you just thought of him as part of the Spurs system, right? So he came by storm last year. Really, I would say that the league started noticing his greatness last year.
2: Oh, that's um, definitely true. So it's, it's kind of hard to, it's yeah, kind of hard. To I guess that's from, true.
1: It's kind of hard to pivot from this guy's a product of a system to he's the, one of the greatest of all time in one year. Right. But that's so the lead. That's why that. I'm still, yeah. I, I mean, I, I still think that, yeah. right. So I still think he was, when you go back and you look at the Spurs, like he wasn't as great as he was in Toronto. Right. He was great. He won a finals MVP, but he wasn't dropping 30. He wasn't carrying teams. Right, so it's I. I need to see a little bit more Kawhi
2: before I start considering that. Do I think that he has the ability to possibly do that? Yeah, he's not. But I think I think he scored twenty one and twenty five his last two seasons in San Antonio, and they yeah. were on their way. And it was no, there was no Timmy D or Tony Parker. It was just Kawhi pretty much at this point. They were on their way to to beating the Warriors in that first before game. Them put a you run, really right under his foot. So yeah. like he was playing elite at that level. And <clears> what he did last year was just. You know, you just don't see that from, from guys, and I've never seen that. I mean, I've seen it from Steph in spurts, but he has so much support around him. It's like, mm-hmm. Kawhi's out there doing it with Kyle Lowry, who we just shit on the whole time. Gasol, has never got there. He's doing it with guys that haven't been there before. It's true. And Steph's got really, really, really good players around him, really smart players that we all respect a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll see what happens this year. If Kawhi wins one of the Clippers— He's up there, bro, because that's three. I'm, that's at three different teams. I don't know if anyone's even done that before. I'll have to look at that.
1: LeBron's going to this year, but what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I pray to God you're right. I do I not. Pray to God um, you're right, I, but I do see a world where Kawhi catches LeBron in my eyes, and I don't want to say that. And I've known how good Kawhi was because I watched him guard LeBron as my favorite player when Miami was on San Antonio, uh, when he was on San Antonio, and Miami was playing him, and it was a problem. Like I realized his greatness in those moments.
0: Yeah, that's fair. One other thing before... I want to move on from this talk because we've got a lot of other things to cover. Um, uh, Just like us to go down some stupid rabbit hole that doesn't matter right this (laughs) second. Um, This this fact blew me away. Josh, you aren't going to believe this either. Kyle, you already know this. But um, Steph is the longest tenured player on any team in the NBA right now. Longest tenured with the same team. Unbelievable. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i, mean, I know at, at all time, you i can, know that
1: i know that like 50 percent of the league would change teams last year yeah, right 40 so you, i
2: mean after that you know that's got to be true
0: all you can but, do whenever you hear that fact is just sit there and think for a minute because you're like i want to prove this motherfucker wrong but you can't because yeah you're like there's <laughs> yeah, no way i, I
2: did the that, same exact That's thing exactly what did. josh's face just said <laughs> yep. to me but uh <laughs> dude before we transition to like what we're seeing you know in the early part of the season my favorite thing when we talk about Steph Curry is when Josh calls him Stefan because he just sounds like a little kid.
1: <laughs> I'll always, I'll always do that. i so to him. I'll I'll great. call Stephanie yes. every time. Yeah, I'm, I still don't, uh, still don't forgive him for what he did to my um, vendor. So,
0: Kyle, I, oh, go ahead, Josh. Sorry,
2: no, it's okay. Go ahead.
0: I was just saying. So, Kyle, what has probably been the biggest surprise for you so far this season in the NBA?
2: I mean, honestly, it's teams we talk about a lot. I'm going to try to find some we don't, but Boston holding it down at, at eight and one as the number one team. I know I don't think they're going to finish the number one scene. I think they're with this start that they're on and the way they kind of look cohesive, losing Hayward certainly hurts um, with the injury, but I do think that they can make a, a push and honestly, Mavs, man. I've been really impressed with, with Luke and what I've seen out of them, but I think the obvious answer is the Suns. I just don't know if that's sustainable.
0: Hmm. We know it's not sustainable.
2: That's just like the Kings last year. The Kings were like the four seed last year after 20 games. It's true. They missed the playoffs. I had, yeah. Yeah. Kings
1: started off super hot last year. I was talking to a guy the other day that knew basketball. You know, you, you can tell when somebody knows basketball, when you're talking to him, right? Oh yeah. This guy knew basketball and I asked him who he thought the best team in the league was. And I'm expecting Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Sixers. He said the Celtics. And I was kind of looked at him twice and I got to thinking about it and I was like, like are they he's not he's not crazy I, I don't think they're the best team in the league but they're at least in the conversation I
0: think yeah no for sure I, I think the biggest thing that they have figured out is so like they're getting the production out of Kimba that they need to get and Josh and I talked a couple weeks ago about how he, ne- he doesn't have to worry about playing as much defense as he has in the past because he's had to do it all when he was in Charlotte but he yep. doesn't have that now when you've got Juice and Tatum around you like those guys are fucking incredible and I mean
2: they're really evolving well dude
0: Jason's uh, Jason Jalen is playing like a superstar in the making already and he's not quite there yet but he is off to a great start and the fact and and we talked uh, like a season like it was at least a season ago now and you guys asked you know who would you go with Tatum or or Jalen Brown. Was, and you guys both uh, said Tatum and I said Brown, but I, no,
2: no, no, I, I said Brown. Did you really? I, I know
0: I, I said J, J juice as well. I also said Brown. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you no. at least one of you said Tatum, but regardless, like uh, I'm just saying that, like, I think it was really mixed and we all actually kind of yes. leaned towards Tatum at the end of the day. Like it was one of those things that we could be talked either way into it. And, I I honestly am kinda of, I am surprised, but I'm not that Jalen is kind of coming alive and like they haven't really missed Al Horford much either. It definitely sucks that Hayward broke his hand the other day. Like that's he's gonna be out six weeks though. So like that's big. not it's big, but it's not. Like they're off to a good start. Like if they're running the offense doing, but I think they can manage at least the way their schedule looks for the next month.
1: Yeah, I think that was, was, like that was my, my first reply when that guy said Boston Celtics. I said Gordon Hayward just broke his hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, but but um, as far as the Jason or the Jalen Brown thing went, um, I remember at the, the first game of the year this season, I said, listen to these stats, eight points, one steal, seven boards, zero assists. Uh, dude sucks, you know, so like he's really come alive <laughs> since then. <laughs> Definitely.
0: Yeah, but I, I've been really pleased with them. And his Cantor's played fine. I mean, the fact that they trade away superstar Aaron Baines is kind of a shitty situation given how, you know. That's starting to shape up right now. Just
1: leading the league in effective field goal
0: percentage. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. It's it gotten good
2: fill-in play though from with Canner and Williams yeah. and been Williams. Yeah, rolling good. guys out there, man. It's been it's been impressive. Um, some other teams that have kind of just caught my eye as far as not doing what that what I expected. I think Trailblazers have been pretty underwhelming. Uh, four and six. Watch them. Uh, I watched them play a, a good game against Dallas actually, but they've just. They were not impressive in that game, and I think they really are going to have to decide do they want to blow this up because this team's not going to win a championship. No. They're not, not going to compete.
1: I said at the end of last year, you can't win a championship without an elite big man
2: in this league. Although you thought they were elite going to be wing, Elite wing, excuse me. <laughs> elite wing. Sorry. Yeah. You were convinced they were going to be the Warriors, though. I said it at the end of last year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was 100% <laughs> convinced. I was convinced that the Warriors would go down to injury at some
2: point, and I was right. Yeah, yeah, dude. The Rockets too. If y'all have been watching any of their games, you know, Josh put us on with the league pass, which you know, as you have said, Josh, I don't know how, how I lived without that. It's so great, so amazing as a basketball fan. But you know, you could just hop into these close games with the you know five six minute mark in the fourth quarter and really watch everybody in the league play over that time. And um, hopped in on three or four Rockets games, and they've been very underwhelming, but they're still seven and three.
0: They're still seven and three for sure, but they, their schedule hasn't been very tough either. I mean, they're still got two superstars on their team, but and James Harden's still averaging thirty six points a game. What's his? Look at his field goal percentage. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty wild. I was just looking at this <laughs> this morning, actually. Yeah, no, they've been really. It, it's been an interesting thing trying to watch them fit a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's been interesting, but Harden's shooting forty point seven from the field and 29.8 from three. Now I do expect those shots. Then I put those, expect those numbers to, to go up, but he's shooting 14 threes a game. And the next highest in the league is Dame at 10, but Dame's shooting 39%. So it's like, that's more acceptable. 14 threes a game. Uh, I, I heard this on from Bill Simmons actually would, if he shoots, that would be more than any team in the NBA shot. And then he put it, he put it the year out there, but it wasn't that long. Ago, it was like in the nineties. More than any team shot in the season, and he's he's doing that as one player. Hmm. Yeah, he's just pulling like that's that's not. I don't think the Rockets are good.
0: I don't think so either. Honestly, I think that their schedule has been very friendly to them.
2: They're gonna do what we said, right? I said they were gonna be the number one seed in the West and win like fifty-five games. They might go fifty-five and twenty-seven and get bounced in the first or second.
1: Yeah, Russell Westbrook enjoys being bounced in the first or second. Yeah, I know that.
0: yeah, you know that for a fact. I do, oh, enjoy, gosh, that on, I do enjoy that uh, Andre Drummond is leading the league at 17.5 rebounds per game. That <laughs> that every insane. Does Every <laughs> fucking year, I know. I, has he been at 17 before, though? There's no way. He, he generally finishes 14 to 15.
2: Okay, 17 and a half is like Bill Russell type shit, though. That's yeah. crazy.
0: Boy, I would love to see Dallas try to trade for him. That would be incredible.
2: That would, that would be that's a what nice they would need. That that's what cool. they need.
0: They Actually need, they need something more than bobon Marjanovic, I can tell you that much yeah, yeah you need someone is switchable
2: and KP and Kp's trying to play the four and it, be a stretch four which at seven three I love that if you can find a, a nice big man to roll with them How, they, they do get beat up on the glass like Dwight Powell's nice to bring in off the bench and you know Kleber's like fine leaper DFS is is feisty but like getting a real big strong a- athlete like drummond in the middle there.
0: That puts things over the top because and we talked about their lobs. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, dude, with Doncic, good God. But they really their biggest issue really is like they've had so many games where they've just barely been able to to like they've just barely lost. To be honest, like that Lakers game probably should have won that game. The, uh, the Knicks game the other game. night should have won that game. You know, like they like their re- what's their record five and four right now? Uh, six and four six and four that's that's a, a little bit of a fraudulent six and four like they could easily be eight and two
2: correct but you know that's who? what that's what happens when you know it's a it's a young team oh
0: for sure they can't close out games is well,
2: dwight howard <sighs> oh my
1: god. god vegan dwight howard dude he is a freaking monster bro He's playing out of his mind. He's Playing really good defensively. He's playing. He's he has a higher block percentage than he did in any of his three defensive defensive uh, player of the year get, um, years. He has the highest defensive rating in the league. That's no,
0: the he, of. He's geez. a
2: big part of their success
0: for sure. Talk to me in like January when he's continuing to do this because he won't. He's <laughs> just he, dude. He's never been able to put it together in the last few years. I like think that.
2: to Josh's point, he can maintain those if he only plays. He's, know, he's playing very little, twenty minutes a game. Yeah.
0: What's the he's, average? How many minutes is he averaging a game right now?
2: Uh, it's less
0: than twenty. It's got to be more than twenty, than uh, got, uh, more than 20, 20 dude.
2: Twenty point
0: four. Okay, right 20. on the right. nose. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Um, but dude, dude, he's just he's playing out of his mind, man. He's switching on the on the perimeter players. He's he looks like young Dwight Howard in those twenty minutes that he's playing.
0: Yeah, I'll believe it when I see more. I just it's so early on. I I don't. Like this isn't a Lakers thing. This is a Dwight Howard thing. I haven't seen him be Dwight since like the the Orlando days.
1: And like you're, I get that you're you're justified in that in those concerns, dude. I'm watching him play, dude. He's switching on the guards and he's guarding guards. He's, more oh, exotic. I get it, dude. With I'm, this I'm diet. yeah. But also, the Lakers are the only team in the league to have three players in the top ten defensive rating on their team.
0: Pretty good.
2: That's flipping amazing. I just. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of on the fence here and I, I see both your sides. I think he can maintain it if he plays low minutes, but to Justin's point, like it is Dwight Howard, man. And this is a guy that went out for, you know, what was it, glute glute injuries last year. So yeah. anything could happen. This guy's on a vegan diet, not sustainable for the long term.
0: He's gonna fold. <laughs> we, we see it in football all the time. It never works out.
2: <laughs> he needs some he needs some protein, man. He's gonna fold. Can't yeah. can't trust in that in a seven game series, but uh, before you man crush on Giannis, because I know you wanted to talk about that, because I think he's been the most impressive player in the league this year. Even though we've seen some really great starts, um, Luca 20, 25, 10, and nine right now could go triple double. He's shooting forty eight point five percent from the field, so it's not like Russ shooting you know thirty nine or something. And uh, you know, it's crazy. I really, it's crazy, and I think he could be in the top five or six conversation, you know, for MVP this year. And he's taken way more of a step forwards um, than I thought he would. And he's the only player in the league that's top 10 in points, rebounds, and assists. He's carrying that team. Yeah. KP looks like,
0: a, looks number like two. a guy who hadn't played basketball in almost two years. That's what yeah. he looks like right now. And he'll get there. It's going to take him some time.
1: KP looks like a guy that was, it's, he looks like an eighth grader who was a guard the year before and then hit his growth spurt and doesn't know what to do with his body. So he's scared That's of getting so rebounds. He just wants to sit on the perimeter and shoot threes. That's what he flipping looks like. That's perfect. It's
0: so true. That might be the best description I've heard so far. He just and I think the other part of that and Josh, you and I hit on this last week a little bit is I just don't know that he knows what to do in Carlisle's offense entirely yet, and I it is a really weird spot because they need a big man. And so he's like kind of filling that role a little bit, but not really because he doesn't play the five. He's just not that kind of guy. It just, there's something janky about them that they need to get figured out. I think. And that, I think that that post presence is a big part of it. I really do. Yeah.
1: He doesn't, for me, it's more on defense. Like yeah, he's good at blocking shots and protecting the rim. He doesn't have any nasty to him. He's not, he doesn't, Body somebody and throw somebody out of the way. Like you guys saw the videos that I was sending you guys, where it was like he had a position. There was one in particular. He had a position on Hassan Whiteside. He's not playing well, by the way. And Whiteside came up and just put a butt into him and shoved him out of the way and got a board over him. Shot another shot, missed it. <clears throat> we went right to Porzingis and Whiteside shoved them out of the way again and got an offensive board again and put it back in. It's just like he's just. He doesn't, he doesn't get low. He doesn't try to be strong. And when he goes up, he looks like he has spaghetti hands. He doesn't rip down the ball. Yeah. And that, for me, is a big deal when you have a 7'3 guy that's not switchable. You need him to be rebounding. Like, okay. if he was switchable and he was playing on the perimeter and guarding people on the perimeter, it would be different. But he's not. You need him to pull down boards.
0: I fully believe that he'll get there, though. But I mean, do you really need that though as much if you have a a big like? I, I'm not saying they're going to get Drummond, but like a guy like Drummond or who you know, a- insert name there, Aiton or whoever, right? Like if you have a big man that does that specifically, you probably don't need that as much from him. No,
1: no. If you have a big man that's averaging 12 boards and like is just there to board and play defense, like Tyson Chandler was whenever Dirk was playing beside him, you don't need Porzingis to rip down 10 boards, right? Right. It'd be nice. You don't need it, but they don't have that right now, right? So they can do a couple of different things like Lucas making up for it by pulling down 10 boards a game, but great teams don't rebound primarily from the small forward. Great teams rebound um, as a team, but not because they have to, you know, right. so like mm-hmm. they, at this point, Dallas has to. And so when you run into a situation where Anthony Davis plays against or or like a uh, another big, like a Go Bear or somebody going to rip down Andre Drummond, they're going to give him fits because yeah. they're going to be ripping down
2: 20 boards a game because there's nobody stopping them in there.
0: Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Th- absolutely. That's a big hole they've got to get figured out. Yeah. for
2: sure. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think they're going to for it because I think they realize how young they are. They have very, like, manageable money and they don't have a lot of contracts on the book for going any big deals except KP. Really, I mean, everybody else is pretty minimal. It's like eleven mil and under for everybody else, and correct, you know, a lot of one and two, three year deals. So, and Luke on the rookie deal, I think they're going to try to get somebody in free agency in the next year,
0: and I think uh, they two. have they have a good pitch at that because not, now you're not saying you've got like it's not a situation where you're like I've got old Dirk and I've got right. Chandler Parsons with some maybe knees and I've got you know. Wes Matthews coming off of a Achilles injury you've got a young core that makes this
2: 21 year old kid that's just trying to feed you the ball like over and over like yeah. it's it's dude. a really easy sell Lucas yeah. Luke is so good
0: yeah plus no is state the team. only
1: person I think in the history of the league that I could consider I might take him over
2: Giannis for the future
0: dude I'm telling you like I was I'm
2: not there yet but he's two he's, he's two
0: getting there as far as who I'd build my team around that's for sure
2: yeah Talk to me about some Giannis stats, yeah, Josh. I know no you point. have a lot to share because I have, what is his per 36? He's only playing like 31, 32 minutes, right?
1: I've got his. I've got one stat to share, and it's going to be the most amazing stat you've ever heard. All right, we're going to play. Name these three players. Oh three players? I know you bad. love these. I, gotta, I know I gotta, you I gotta know prepare, love this. I got to okay, prepare myself. So one of them is Giannis, obviously, right? The other one has a 31.7 PER, best they've ever had. The other one, 31.7 PER, best they ever had. One year was
2: 1987. One year was 2008. Name those two, two players. 2008's got to be Kobe or LeBron. It's LeBron. Okay. It's the best
1: PER he ever ever had. And for our listeners, PER is a stat that every single year, it's the average player in the league is is 15. So there's value over replacement players. For, uh Wins Above rela- re- Replacement is a big one in baseball. WAR. This is comparing the player to the average player in the league so um 31.7 you said lebron for 2008 right mm-hmm. so lebron was
2: effectively double what the average player was in 2008 for the amount of stats that he was putting up okay okay so i got that one the 19 you said 1986 and it was 31.87 87, 31.7 highest their career mm-hmm. jordan yeah it's jordan
1: the two best yeah. players of all time one yeah. and two right Giannis this year is at a 33 <laughs> that's, i don't know if that's sustainable but that's absurd that is absurd and also it's like you look at his stats and i'm not going there's no flute games here bro no he's, he didn't drop 50 on any, in any of these yeah he's at I what think that this might be what, sustainable.
2: 30 14 and 6 30 14 and 7 somewhere in there
1: uh yeah so he's at 29.7 14 boards 7 assists 6.8 assists uh and he's only playing <laughs> 1. like 32 6, minutes. 1.6 blocks, 1.3 steals.
0: That's load management, Kyle.
1: Um, <laughs> and that's at 33 minutes per game. that's absurd. Um, he's the best, player. He's in the the best
2: player in the league. I you, I think I told you this, Josh. He's the best player in the league. Like he's the most talented player. He's the player I'm starting a franchise with. He's the best player right now. But if I need to win one game or one series, I'm taking Kawhi Leonard. He's about to be the best player of all time if he can keep this up. Okay.
0: I don't have any problem with that.
2: I mean, yeah, if you can keep that up. If you can
0: keep up a 33,
1: 33 PER, it's statistically the best player of all time. Like, Wilt might be. Wilt, probably got him beat, right? But, dude, that's that's crazy. That's, if he can sustain this, which, dude, like, I don't think this is a fluke. I don't think this is him coming out of the gates hot. I think this is the Giannis of this year.
2: This is better than any year that Jordan or LeBron ever had. And he's not shooting absolutely amazingly from outside, even though he supposedly added that to his game. It's still not been pretty. And he still needs to get that better, which is terrifying because this is a guy that could legitimately be on a 60-win team while probably averaging realistically 35, 15, and 8 while shooting 50% from the field. Like, that's doable for Giannis. He's probably going to do all that this year. Well, maybe not the He's not eight. gonna go thirty-five.
1: So he'll go, he'll go, he'll finish above thirty, maybe at seven, and maybe at fifteen. God,
0: oh but that's ridiculous. they won't
2: but guess what? They won't win a championship and you're gonna pick him again.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I, almost certain. I gotta
2: pick this guy out of respect, dude. I I, I
1: gotta I pick you. a championship. But, like he's shooting thirty percent from the three point line. Last year he finished at twenty five percent from the three point line. So he's he's increased that. But man, dude, that's it's pretty crazy. It's never, it's never been done before. Nobody in the in the history of the league through six games, nobody had put up his numbers as far as assist points. And I read the, the stat off last. He's there last nine league.
2: games now. We'll see. Yeah. Let's let's reconvene it. Like let's see where we're at at like 25, 30 games, and if he's yeah. still anywhere near there, I mean, what's what we need to talk about? And I heard this on a uh, a pod is that he might obviously win back to back MVPs. I mean, that's. What we're trending towards, and there's only been 11 other players to do it, and it's a pretty, you know, pretty outstanding list. So that's a big deal. And I don't, I don't know how many people have won it three times in a row. Yeah, MVPs. Yeah, LeBron did.
0: Yeah, I'm looking up LeBron the list it, right now. LeBron did
2: it once. Oh, yeah. I bet Jordan did too. more in five right. years. Yeah, it might be the only few players. I mean, maybe Bill Russell or Wilt Chamberlain. That's a very small list. Um, yeah.
0: All right, so you've got Steph LeBron
2: for back to back or three in a row. Uh,
0: this is that's just. This is back to back.
2: Correct. Oh, yeah.
0: Every back to back. So you've got, LeBron. You've got Steve Nash. You've got Tim Duncan, Michael Jordan, Magic, Larry Bird, Moses Malone, Kareem, Wilt, Bill Russell. It's absurd.
2: That's that's a, pretty that's pretty a, that's a hell of top some fifteen company. players. Yeah, yeah, that's some
0: company for sure. <laughs> like, so, yeah.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not unrealistic to think Giannis could win three to four in a row. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't. I wouldn't correct you on that. I don't Who's going to stop him? I mean, it's going to be Kawhi's going. to... LeBron's too old. It, it would have to be like eighty or Luca. Maybe would be like your your best best to stop him.
0: And even then, that's. I mean, he's he, going to start I being mean, voter... like
2: the Warriors three years ago for the finals, like minus two fifty to win MVP. Like he's <laughs> right. going to start being bad odds. But yeah. dude, voter, how? Um...
0: I mean, you think about that though. Like, how does he possibly stay in Milwaukee? After this, like I, he I just, does
2: not, he does not stand Milwaukee. There's, I've been saying that
0: I agree with you, and I dude, I, it's not about the money for him, so it's gonna be about who can make the best pitch to win.
2: <laughs> Josh's face doesn't say he agrees with me, but I'm interested to hear. Yeah. no, I mean, I, I. I want so bad for him to be stay in Milwaukee, but I. Is this an OKC small market type of thing? This yeah. is me
1: going. My small market boys need to get be able to hold this guy down, but because <laughs> I know what it feels like to lose that
2: type of player, I Sucks, know it. Dude. It's got to uh, be terrible. you're <laughs> stuck with Chris Middleton, which is even worse than Russ and Eric Bledsoe. God.
0: Um, and the Lopez's is
1: is. is um, yeah. God. They um, the do losing Brogdon hurt them. A lot. Yeah, he's a great so player. Far. Yeah. Although Wesley Matthews is, is filling in nicely.
0: Go figure, yeah, dude. That,
2: That'll that'll fall apart. I assure you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Wes has still got some value. It's just different value than he had before.
2: Yeah, I mean he's still a scrappy defensive player. He's a good locker room guy, like he, the guys, dudes like him, and he he can hit big threes. Um, he was actually on a team last year, uh, at the end, Pacers there that I was I've been really impressed with them because they started out zero and three. And they're sitting at 6-4 and now. This is without Vic still. Uh, I kind of like the position they're putting themselves in because once he comes back, they're only going to get better. They were the three seed when he went out last year, and we kept saying, oh, they're not going to sustain this. And it was like, dude, it was like 48 games in. And I'm like,
0: we can't say that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it's getting harder to make that case. Josh, you seem like you are dying to uh – you seem like you found something that you're just dying to. I see. just found a really funny stat. LeBron's
1: assist percentage is fifty-one percent. assist percentage is an estimate of a player of the percentage of teammate field goals a player assisted while he was on the floor. Right. So that means when LeBron's on the floor, fifty percent of the points are coming from a pass from him.
0: Well, he also plays with He's Anthony also Davis. The hogging
2: the shit out of the ball, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, they showed a stat uh I if you said it, it's touches per game, so not uh usage, because usage yeah, involves yeah. shooting, which is hardened touches per game how many times do you touch the basketball I bet so i was thinking one. it was jokic and lebron who were both in the top 5 lebron was 2 jokic was 5 luka was number 1
0: hmm, well wow.
2: by by a pretty good amount it was like 5 touches a game over lebron and like 15 touches a game over number 3 like his hands yeah. are all over the ball yeah but I, I do like this pacers team though man i know it's a, it's not a sexy team uh, right uh, with with vic there it's a little more exciting but yeah for sure uh, Did you
0: see what he was wearing tonight no. Oh, no. He's wearing a purse. Hell yeah. A purse. Legit.
2: Wearing a purse.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. It looks
1: like a mattress, too. It was weird. Love a, what? I digress. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, right. it, was, it was super weird. You're going
0: to have to so, find this and send us a picture of this later.
2: All right. I, I just really think when you have Brogdon and Vic on the floor at the same time, it's going to be a problem for people. Like, Ola in the league and steals last year before he got hurt. Brogdon is a terrific defender. That's a lot of versatility. Like, we were sitting here talking about you know patrick beverly and Kawhi and paul george and uh you know conley and donovan mitchell and some of these other elite uh guard and slasher defensive uh front courts or back courts excuse me but i really actually think the pacers have the best defensive backcourt when i look at it
1: here's the other difference too is the pacers have a flipping rim protector
2: yeah 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 helps Mount. uh Miles Turner. Uh, Miles Turner. I don't know what no, I, I said Bridges, is my boy. I want to say no, I want to say Miles Garrett. Miles oh, okay. Turner uh is is really come on as is, is a good rim protector, a good rim runner, and he's just a good athlete for his size. They added TJ Warren, another good player from uh from Phoenix, and yeah. it's kind of just a scrappy team that I think can if they can hang in there to like, you know twenty and fifteen when Vic comes back, I think they'll they'll make a push for a four or five seed pretty easily.
0: And get bounced in the first round like they typically tend to do. If
2: they have to play Boston, it certainly will. But if Boston, Philly, and Milwaukee Milwaukee go one, two, three, whoever that fifth seed is isn't gonna beat them. I can look at the standings right now. Um I'm not gonna find a Raptors, Heat. Eh. Mm. Uh, oh, I- yes, yeah, Siakam be scary. took took that leap to also, I, I thought he was going to be a max player. I think he looks like he's a guy you got to max now. I don't know if he's an All NBA player, although the East is weak, so it's possible. But he's, you know, he's certainly low level All Star at this point.
1: Dude, he scares me. If yeah. I was a GM, he would scare me. Um, Why? Because you don't know about the Wiggins effect. Mm. Yes. Um, and this year's this year's his, his max year, right? His contract year. He's averaging twenty six points per game this year, which is freaking. He's balling a way right, that's great. Defensive
2: player though.
1: Then Wiggins. Well, you're thinking Wiggins now. Like Wiggins' contract year was good, and there was a reason why that maxed him. Um, it's it's scary for me whenever I see a player that comes on one year before the contract year because you don't know if it's a fluke or not. You don't know if the teams are going to realize it and then try to key on him, and it's going to be completely different. Um, but. It's a good problem to have, right? You got to figure out whether you got to max this guy.
2: I think he really came into his own. Um, He had some ups and downs in the playoffs last year, but I think he played really well overall.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with
2: that. Sorry. I mean, he
1: won MIP for a reason.
2: Right. But right. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would max him or at least give him – I wouldn't – the KP deal, five for 158? That's not crazy.
0: No. Yeah. No, definitely not. Let's see. What else have we got here?
2: Dude, another team that's actually surprised me is the, and uh, I don't actually, it shouldn't surprise me, but the Spurs. Uh, for them to even be 500 in, in the conference, and they've had some games, but I just don't know how the Spurs team is in, in today's NBA even playing, where everything is just even more than it was like two years ago. It's so spread out, and there's so much shooting. I mean, we're on a pace for an insane amount of all time threes by not it's not even close um the fact that they're even competitive in these games is is crazy to me i mean they played the clippers down to the wire
0: yeah they did I'm, i'm actually going to see them play the mavericks next monday and i'm really excited about this game because i haven't really had a chance to sit down and watch the spurs like fully but i have a feel like the feeling i've gotten is that i'm not missing a whole lot from what i've seen in previous years
1: yeah so what's great about the spurs offense is you know, there's a reason why Pop can plug anybody in that in an off, that offense is because you it doesn't take a whole lot of talent to knock down a mid-range jumper. And that offense is designed for you to be able to knock down open mid-range jumpers because you're passing the ball around so much. So all you have to do is know the offense and make the pass that the offense is about to give you, right, and then knock down a mid-range jumper. And that's going to make them perennially contenders for the playoffs, right? They don't have any talent on their team besides Marcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. Nobody's taking anybody off the ISO. Maybe. LMA and the post. Damar isn't really that guy anymore, but I nope. have to do is be able to knock down a mid range shot. Right. And they're going to score with you. True. They spread the floor. Just, they happen to do it at 18 feet instead of 21 feet. That's an issue though. It is. But not for them. Like <laughs> it will well, be. This <laughs> This might be the year they have a bet. Yeah, sure. This might be the year, but they have a better record than this roster is. They're always going to be better than their roster.
2: Well, yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's yeah, the pop it,
0: effect for sure. That's the system. Yeah, Exactly.
2: Yeah. Dude, the uh, the Grizz are kind of turning into kind of the the shitty league pass team that I enjoy watching because yeah. I just like watching Ja Moran a lot and he is Triple J
0: so good.
2: Like I'm like, how is this? This looks like a hundred. I, I mean, he is. He's a hundred sixty pound man, but he's just he's incredibly athletic. Yeah. Uh, and then, dude, Sacramento. You know, that's the team I had slotted in there, kind of around that nine seed, competing for a playoff, and. It, me and Justin have talked about this. I don't know if Luke Walton's a bad coach. If those guys don't want to play for him. If these players aren't going to develop into players that we thought they were. But I've been just very unimpressed from from guys I like, and De'Aaron Fox and Heald and
0: um, you know Bagley. It's just, it's, it just it's seems weird. like Luke Walton doesn't. I don't know. Like we talked about this because uh, I do think it's interesting. Like he, we don't really know what kind of coach he is because he stepped in to fill in for Steve Kerr. Which let's be honest, that. That team didn't really need a coach. Like, you had Correct. Steph Curry, Clay, and KD on the same court. Like, it pretty much ran itself, you know, and not to mention Draymond. So, like, you know, all that aside, like, he never really got that chance. And then he got to LA, and then Rich Paul showed up, and then LeBron showed up not long after that. And it just, he never, he was never the guy. Like, he was never LeBron's guy. So that was never going to work. So, this is the first time we've seen him have kind of control over things, I guess, a little bit and and really, you know, see how it's going to go and honestly, not impressive so far and I don't know, I don't know and how long they're going to, how long of a leash they're going to give him, but they can't afford to wait around too long on him, I think.
2: Fox is out four weeks also with the sprained ankle, so Doesn't that's help. not going to do them any favors and
1: Buddy Hill is really taking a step back too. He's averaging about two points per game less
2: and he's shooting a lot worse. Per yeah, they percentage. still taking the same amount of shots, yeah. Yep, exactly what I was about to bring up. It's just Buddy Heald's Hill, percentages just are not where they need to be. Uh, is, that not- problem, is that a
0: system problem then? What is that like a, a coaching systems problem?
1: Do you think, Josh? Uh, honestly, I think it's he was concentrating on his contract. Like it's okay to have to be a hard ass whenever you're in contract negotiations, right? But whenever you start making it public, I start questioning what's going on in your mind.
0: Hmm. Tell yeah. me more. Yeah, tell me more about that. It, I'm, I'm so definitely. he 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 came
1: out publicly and said, "Hey, I'm not I'm I'm walking if you don't give me this contract." Correct. And it was very twenty five mil, right? Yeah, and
0: it was it was
1: it was a pretty heavy contract. It wasn't quite max, but it was pretty high. Yeah. And um, I, I'm okay with that behind closed doors. Like I'm okay with that behind closed doors. Ah, sure. But I, I think that whenever you start making it public and when you start ever you start shopping yourself,
0: yeah, by yeah. City, that's a by thing.
1: I agree. Stuff. Your your mind's not on playing it, right? He might get back up to. Back
2: up to where he was last year, but just right now, he hasn't shown that yet. That's What's true. What's his fair market value to you right now? I'd give him a like four for 84 Zach yeah. Levine, Aaron Gordon type deal. That's Dude, a, this guy could be a
0: 50 40 90 guy, right? could, could be, awesome but he's team. not there yet and he hasn't proven that yet. And he's he's I what mean,
2: 23 24 now,
0: yeah. yeah like um, I mean, he's I'll, I'll 27? be the
2: seven. Oh, well. four years at OU. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. Yeah, De'Aaron, Fo- De'Aaron Fox is only 21 and he's averaging. 18.27 and four and 32 minutes not great percentages but still give me that as a 21 year old
0: I mean yeah. whenever it comes to like like guys holding their team hostage like that I mean the answer you're always going to get from me is take two of these and call them and call me in the morning like I, I four for 84 is the most I would go on a guy who's barely proven yeah really, truly.
1: yeah that's the I mean that's the Wiggins effect right? yeah
0: yeah I mean look at what happened there I mean it's 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 really interesting and he didn't even hold you.
1: him hostage. No, they held themselves hostage. <laughs> Dude, but, br- Andrew Wiggins is a brilliant individual. <laughs> I don't care who,
0: what you tell me, he's brilliant. He's beyond brilliant. Dude, you work work
1: your ass off for ten years of your life and drop two hundred mil, you're fine. You're good,
0: right? Pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah.
2: Is there any chance that he lives up to that contract, or no. are we are we are we writing this off? I don't think he has a drive, man.
0: I don't think he has yeah. the drive. And I, I think it's like, it's only, is it, it's what, year two, something like that? Of that That'd deal? Be deal. I'd yeah. Be three. Might
2: be yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. It, maybe if they're, uh, you know, fearless leader, Carl Anthony Towns, step up. Shut up. He's actually played fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. phenomenal, bro. He's, he's so, so good. good. But you you guys, like, I'm just waiting for you to be like, fuck, Kyle was right. Like, he's just not a champ, bro. Like, he's I'm not, waiting for you to be like, Josh and Just were right. He's I've so good. I've been saying the whole time how good his talent is and that he's has he played
1: in a playoff game, dude? This is surprising. Hold up, Wiggins is averaging 25 points a game this year.
2: That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's very solid. He's actually know. averaging, I just looked at it. he's 14th in the league, tied with uh, Towns, they're both at 25 and a half. He
1: is shooting 47 percent from the field, not bad, 33 no. from the three point line pedestrian terrible. you know he's just taking a lot of shots so it's not like, is fine yeah that's not crazy uh what's what's his per that's not crazy efficiency but um josh this is
2: going straight to the per for all <laughs> equalizer. Yeah, not, <laughs> cool.
1: not 33 this guy sucks uh 21 so yeah good like compare that to last year's per was 12 which means that he's worse than
2: the average player in the league right getting paid max contact let me ask you so- this though josh because i'm i'm bagging on carl anthony town's pretty hard here but yeah if you're a great player, can't you at least get your team in the eighth seed, even if you're in the West?
1: No. Well, what if, I'm what, just, if does, what if Luca does it? I'm I mean, just joking with you. Luca has more, more help on that team
2: than Carl Anthony Towns does. Definitely. Um, definitely. definitely. But I don't know about that. Like Porzingis. Porzingis. Porzingis and Wiggins. Dude, Porzingis is not playing good right now. Porzingis is He's better than Wiggins world. of last year, for sure. Yeah. Plus, um,
1: dude, so let me uh, read off these stats to you. I, I mean, oh, go ahead, Josh. Twenty-five and twelve. That's all I got to say. 20, Twenty-five and twelve, shooting 80, 83 for his career. He shot eighty-three percent from the three-point line. Uh, he's shooting forty percent from the three-point line. Have I ever
2: doubted the man's talent,
1: though? Yeah, for sure. But like, they're six and four
2: right now. They're in the eight seed, so we'll, we'll see if they can hold it. For it's
1: the Devin Booker, Booker thing. Like, was. are these empty stats? You know. Yeah. Like, yes. rebound. first off, rebounds are never, ever, ever empty stats because there's no efficiency on rebounds. Right. You know, unless you have Steven
2: Adams giving you all your rebounds, right, Russell?
1: Well, there's um, been
2: a power forward for the last 25 years in Minnesota that's had really great stats and then had to go to other teams to win championships and get assistance from other players in KG and Kevin Love. And I mm-hmm. think that is going to be Carl Anthony Towns' case. And If he stays there, he's not going to win a championship.
0: Yeah, but I I also I think it's, that that, that I, was never
1: my argument though.
0: Right, it, mine either. And I also think it's unfair to hold him to that standard of like LeBron because he's not LeBron James. Like, that's there's very few. people Okay, so that let can me stay their, on the argument. Yeah,
2: is he? I mean, does he has he shown you or exhibited anything to you that he's grown as a leader or can be a leader of men and you know be the heart of that team?
1: No, but because I think when you it's, watch.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. You, go ahead. I was going to say, when you watch it, you just don't see that out of him. And, Agreed. And that's okay from some guys. Like, you can be that passive guy, but, I mean, he can never be an ultimate all-timer if he's not if he's not that guy to me.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm not arguing that he's ever going to be a top 50 all-time player, 20, right. top 25 okay. all-time player. Okay. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying that he's flipping good. Like, yeah. he has Anthony
2: Davis-type talent. So, we're not as far apart on this as we thought we were. I just – No, uh, definitely not. I, I enjoy bringing it up. And,
1: so and to, to, to be
2: fair, I don't, I don't think that Anthony
1: Davis would be a leader either.
0: Boy, are we going to see. I
2: don't
1: yeah. think that he can be a leader. Like, LeBron's the leader on that team. Like, it doesn't matter what they do this right. year. LeBron's the leader on that you team. You can tell. I don't – Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I don't think that Anthony Davis will ever be a leader on a team, regardless of whether he's the best player or not. There's a difference between being the best player and then being able to lead a team, right? Mm. Yeah. I think him and Cat
2: have a lot of similarities.
1: Yeah, so that's and talent wise, AD is probably a better defender. Um, but other than that, man. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns doesn't have the mid-range game that AD does either. But he's he can shoot better from the three-point line. Dude, Anthony Davis is so freaking good. He really These is. guys are both so good. Anthony Davis can shoot jump back or step-back jumpers. He's a yeah. seven-footer that shoots yeah.
0: step-back jumpers and has a post game and is and a mighty so fine good. one at that. I he's I, so oh. good. I can't even um, tell you guys how happy I, I know the the uh, we've talked about this ad nauseum on the show already, but I know the odds are at like five percent. But the very fact that he could potentially leave L. A. after this year makes me so happy inside. He's not. He's it's, not gonna it. he, he, it's not going to happen. Absurd. Dude, he's not going to go out there and say, "Yeah, I'm going back to the Lakers." Like then they're going to sit there and lowball him. Like that's uh, even though we're, <laughs> think about the Lakers though. Like as yeah, far it's as crazy like, that it comes there. to that though. because know. That's just he the, has the say, world we live in. Where he has Dude to, to say I'm going to go to fucking Chicago. He has to act
2: <laughs> unhappy on a seven and two team. Yeah, it's well, like well,
1: why? can't we just enjoy this? Like, what? What's crazy is that he's
0: nine games in, and people are
1: asking him about what he wants
0: to do next year. I'm aware. Oh yeah, they were. That's asking what's crazy. Out. They were asking about, like, how about that last about,
2: year? When, How about get into the playoffs this year? Like, this is something this team hasn't yeah. done in a long the, time. Prove Dude, yourself
0: ready? one
1: time, pal. Justin, you better never get us those press passes because I will punch the shit out of a of a, a, a um person that's questioning Anthony Davis in regards to that. I would too. No. Don't don't allow me in that room with those. Uh, I don't even think what they're called. Reporters. Yeah. Is that sure. what they're called, reporters? Because yeah. they're not freaking reporters. hosts. They're working for Glamor Gossip Magazine. Like who the heck asked that question? I will hit somebody if you get us press press reports. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> All right.
2: Well. We're really really selling us on uh, getting. Those. I know. Yeah. I, hope that. That, I
1: hope the NBA is not actually. How do you, yeah. uh,
2: how do you feel about the Lakers? bucks prediction that you gave me uh right before the year started still feeling pretty pretty yeah, solid dude, I, about that i think i hit that on the nail on the head honestly i mm-hmm. went with the pretty stereotypical Clippers sixers which wasn't as stereotypical when i picked it um uh, since we did it a little early but i still feel pretty pretty good about that as well i mean i think those are I do you know four of the six best teams in the league at worst for probably the four best teams
0: i didn't put in my <laughs> official picks with you guys but that's i had clippers and philly coming out too
2: yeah, I know you didn't have the Lakers. You yeah, oh, I definitely that. didn't have the Lakers. But I do do. I think you would have to say though, through nine games, it's been a little bit better than you would have anticipated. Definitely,
0: definitely. Right. But I, have been on record by saying though that it's not gonna, it's not about LeBron and AD. It's not about any of that. It's about the rest of what's there. And, and whenever they start to struggle, it's about Jared Dudley, right? Whenever Dwight Howard gets hurt, things like that. Th- whenever the dynamic starts to shift, that's where the changes are going to be. Josh and I talked about on the episode the uh, the, the after I went to that Lakers game with. Uh, when they played the Mavs here in town, that you could tell there were times whenever AD wasn't on the court where LeBron was looking around just being like, these motherfuckers, like, these are the people I'm yep. playing with, and that's where the attitude and ego comes in. LeBron has done a great job of checking that so far, though, and I'm impressed by that. I'll give him that. I'm impressed by both him and AD, but again, that was never going to be the problem.
2: There will be a story this year where LeBron loses it with his teammates, though. It's just, I can't wait. It's guaranteed. I can't wait. I, I, I never felt that way about,
1: like... I remember you saying that. I do remember you yeah. saying that, Justin. But I, I never felt like dude, I think that they put a, a fantastic team around them.
0: Okay. We'll see. See how it goes. And again, it's not a it's it's not even about the players, though. It's about what happens when it unravels. And like the way that teams react are all about the I mean the championship type of thing. That is mindset. very fair. And the, what happens uh, when you
2: hit adversity? Right. Like when look, you hit adversity, happens? the thing is though, you want guys like Danny Green. So they yeah. have some of those right guys, but then they have the the Rondos and the Dwight Howard. So it's gonna be interesting to see which way you know, which way it falls. And I'm sure they'll yeah.
0: get mellow in there anytime now.
2: I don't hate that. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. I do. They I really will. I've
2: seen, I've seen what <laughs> mellow does Shames. to his team. I hate it. Oh, he took you from a first round bounce to a first round bounce.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: amazing. God dang it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So it does to my heart. Um, the Clippers, my concern about them is they have no playmaking.
0: Yeah. We'll see. And, you, and Kyle, you said that at the beginning of the year. Um, we also haven't seen Paul George play with this team yet. That helps.
2: And I just want to see that team in a seven-game playoff series play their f- just you know fully turned-up defense. I think that's going to be an issue for teams.
0: Agreed. All right, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Been a fun hour. Kyle, it's good catching back up with you, pal. I'm glad you're back from here on out. Uh, lots of fun stuff to talk about throughout the season, it seems like. Yep,
2: glad to be back, man. Uh, can't wait to do it. I'm sure we'll do it again here uh, within the week or so and uh, be a little further in. And if uh, Giannis's PER is any... Any higher, everybody look out for Josh.
0: Follow Josh on Twitter. Look out for little Josh. Yeah. all right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, follow Josh on Twitter for those kinds of jokes and more. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Later. See you, man.